begin. Uh, this is part two of our. All right, folks, welcome back to the Remedial Film Class podcast. This is still Dan. And this is still Travis. <laughs> and I'm still George. God, he's so fing George. Listen, so this is Friday. He's, part a, he's America's six. sweetheart. He's something. <laughs> this is the second half of the mashup where we looked at Friday part five, then Phenomena. Now we're up to Friday part six. Mixing it up with a little part five. Uh, I guess this would be the chaser if I understand the drinking terms. Is that right, guys? Okay. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So you, five was really horrible tasting, but like made you feel good at the end. And this is the chaser that. Well, we'll see. Hmm. So, George, you battered us with your notes last time. I took notes again. Hit hit me with those notes, brother. <laughs> Jason lives! <laughs> okay, so that's an interesting way to continue the franchise after establishing Tommy as Jason's successor at the end of part five. Tommy oh, Jason! Well. Oh, well, I'm going to have to just ignore all of the problems I have with this and just try and enjoy the boobs. <laughs> I was <laughs> I was starting to think that acting was improving, and then we get Weirdo Gravekeeper. Yes. <laughs> and Paintball Nerd. Uh, is this all bad acting, and my standards have just been lowered by part five? It's possible. Gotta get me a mail-order laser scope. Wherever red dot goes. Boom. Doesn't he say ya bang? Is that uh, what bang, he says? That's it's it. such a stupid <laughs> line. Ya bang. Ya bang. Did we just have a sex scene with no boobs? Yeah. We did. Very disappointing. Did that RV just chirp tires on a dirt road? Yes, it did. <laughs> this Jason is the Jason I imagined before I, I had ever seen a Friday the 13th movie. Right out of her slippers. Wow. Badass. <laughs> okay, so the shot where the counselor is putting the little girl back to bed and the camera pans up with Jason in the window. Again, dope. Yes. That shot was dope. Why does all the blood look like raspberry jam? Yes, hamsters under the bed too for safety. Um, <laughs> there's the flaming lake. Yeah, um, it's a phenomena. Come to think of it, the maggots in the beginning was very phenomena-like mm -hmm. as well. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. Boat propeller, quote, kill, looked really good. And then in summary, well, it's clear that this is a different kind of Jason movie. Uh, it doesn't follow the formula. There were a lot of practical things that I have big problems with, mostly continuity. But taken on its own, it's a decent slasher movie. First time I've seen a villain be blatantly invulnerable. You got a little bit of that with Halloween, but Halloween left some mystery. This was Jason is blatantly unkillable. You missed one very important one I thought you were going to touch on. End scene. <laughs> End scene. Uh, the 007 Jason. <laughs> In the very beginning. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw that. I totally forgot about that. And I was like, oh my God, George <laughs> is going to see that and he's going he's gonna to shit. <laughs> I, I, I saw it and I was like, okay. Yeah. All right. Totally not it's totally inappropriate and does not belong there but <laughs> <laughs> what year is this movie uh 87 i think 86 oh. 6 86 yeah yeah <laughs> okay yeah yeah i remember when i first saw this movie it was a rental from blockbuster on a videotape which mm. for our listeners is like a podcast <laughs> 
that you have to carry around with you physically, and it's as big as a, a paperback book. Yes. Which is like what you put on your Kindle, but instead what your <laughs> grandma reads, but it looks like your Kindle, but it's thicker and it has multiple pieces of paper that, you know, it's like those things that you use to roll joints, people used to put words on them. Yeah, it's stacked up yes. like 300 at a time. Hell, nowadays the- people probably don't even roll joints. I'm not a, I'm not up on my drugs, but I do imagine... they have like do they have like digital joints yet? I uh, don't know. Like I think you can download them. Internet joints. <laughs> Email uh, George. Tell him all about <laughs> yeah, your if you internet have that. joints. Yeah. Um, for you nostalgic kids, they're good for the artwork. These VHSs. Because <laughs> the, the yeah. I, I collect them just for the artwork. I mean, the 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 fronts of all of them are way better than the DVD covers. They're all like painted and stuff. It's good stuff, and especially the Jason Lives one. I saw that on the. I remember seeing that on the rack. I'm like, I have to watch this. I'll tell you, man. When I was like 12 or whatever and rented this, I came in. I was like, I love Jason movies. Mm-hmm. This has Jason right up front. I'm like, oh shoot, he's like Frankenstein or something. That's cool. And then that James Bond intro hits, and I had a George <laughs> moment at 12. Just like, wait, is this satire? <laughs> like, are they making fun of the? Oh God, it's a funny one. I was like, well, at least there will be some boobs. You were waiting for Leslie Nielsen to come out and say, you're doomed. There were no <laughs> boobs. No boobs. For a long time, I didn't like this movie. And I was like, why didn't I like part six? I don't remember. And then I watched it again in high school. And I was like, oh, because I was 12. Mm. It's not bad. I didn't like it because he was using tools. He had a tool belt. <laughs> and I was like, why does Jason have a tool belt? Yeah, there was a lot of things... <laughs> in this movie where I was just like, why does why is this going on? And I kept having to tell myself, stop, stop being George and stop analyzing Mm. everything and just, just watch, let it go. Right. But now that I watched it, I was like, okay, he, he's collecting stuff. Like every kill would be in his belt. Like (laughs) he got his gloves from the, the grave rob in the very beginning. Okay. Uh, Tommy had work gloves on. Okay. When he dug them up. Yep, yep, yep. So he, I'm like, where do you get the gloves from? When I was a kid, I didn't realize that. And now I realize he took Tommy's gloves. And then he got the the, the belt, whatever, with the knives from the other kill. And then he started getting stuff from the paintball guys. Like, he was just collecting shit the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, he's like a pack rat. He's like the jerk. He's like a squirrel bringing all the shiny <laughs> things back to his nest. Now, was your note about terrible dialogue from the very beginning? Do you have any idea? Because I thought the first like scene or two, they really had snappy dialogue going to kind of shift the tone from whatever part five was to something a bit more comedic and watchable. I thought that, I mean, overall, the acting in this movie was better than some of the others, for sure. There were still those like quirky characters, though, that I was just like, why are they acting like this? Hmm. Like the grave robber and, you know, the the paintball people, especially the one paintball guy with the glasses that was just, mm-hmm. you know, he was like the most conspicuously camouflaged person in the woods. Like he didn't know how to sneak mm-hmm. around. He was just like flailing every time he moved from tree to tree. It was just weird. I don't know. Yeah. I, I made notes about the paintball too. I wasn't really sure what the purpose was. I'm just, it, it was just it bodies was just, to kill. Yeah. It was I think. goofiness. And I'm just like, but there was some like the first kill is somebody who's pretty famous. The the guy Jason kills in the car. Yeah. Which is a really cool kill by the way cuz he 
with the spear through the windshield. Mm-hmm. He goes with her, if you notice. He goes to stab her in the driver's side, and as she dives to the passenger... I did notice he that. He stabs to the passenger. I, I was like, oh, that's kind of... That's badass right there. They talk about that in the, the extended documentary, Crystal Lake Memories. That mm-hmm. was not planned, and that lady was almost killed for real. Wow. Yeah, and that's the director's wife. Oops. <laughs> he would have been in s- so much trouble. Well, we always... We talked about the... You know, uh, the family of the director, right? Right. The director's wife. Oh, there you go. Always gets the worst. Uh... That's true. Well, the guy he killed in, in that scene played a dick for the next decade. Like, he was in Ghost, and he was in all kinds of, like, A-list movies. And I was mm-hmm. like, I didn't realize he was even in this. There's there's always one person in a Jason movie that goes on to be something. He did get also stabbed in the crotch region with a with a stick. Much like that right. guy in uh, part four with the spear gun. So mm-hmm. that was kind of a fun throwback. And then literally and ca- and threw him backwards over yeah. his shoulder. And I was going to say, and catapulted. <laughs> it was fantastic. So the dialogue, like, what what, what are you referring to, Dan? Because I'm trying to even remember. I don't think I said anything about dialogue. I think I was I just said acting. Acting. Okay. Maybe I just, I, I was projecting onto you, but... I don't know. The first couple scenes, you're just like, okay, we're moving. People are saying words. They're saying them quickly. They're pronouncing right. the words correctly. That's new. You're not even going to reprimand them. But then, you know, you get to, you know, two or three scenes in, and it's just like, okay, they ran out of steam. All right. Well, that's fine. Yeah. At least we got Fat Jason. Oh, they recast him already? Oh, bye, Fat Jason. <laughs> you know, I didn't even notice Fat Jason. He's only there during the paintball scene, kind of lumbering through the yeah. woods in daylight. And he's just, he's probably like, 240 you know he, he's big but he's not fat but he's not like the in you know unkillable death machine marine guy who they get for the rest of the movie CJ. i'm gonna have to go back and watch the paintball scene again fat jason <laughs> fat jason yeah I, I again i was thrown off by another tommy this is now the third tommy who like it yeah. just completely takes away Takes you out of the fact that this is a continuing character. It's and but it, it kind of is, but it kind of isn't though, mm. because at the end of uh, these are all running together. At the end of five, you I think he's taking up the mantle, right? And you know here part six starts and he's not taking right. up the mantle. He's still struggling with his trying to be normal. I don't know. And then he dig he digs up Jason. I'm like, why? Yeah, they got gun shy. You can tell. And yeah. I don't know that it would have been better with a killer Tommy Jason. Tommy J. Tommy Jason, put down that <laughs> machete. You know how bad that thing is. You better. You better, you better. Yeah. It could have been great, but it wasn't going to be good. They were going to mess it up somehow. I think they, they, they realized it ahead of time. We're just like, yeah. you know, eh, what if we just make him Frankenstein? Yeah. yeah basically. And you know what? The fact that they did the Frankenstein Jason plays into the Tommy Jarvis basically becoming Van Helsing. <laughs> like he's he's now the Van Helsing character. He's not he's not going to take the mantle. He's going to have to try to destroy this this lineage of this this creature that right. he should have killed when he was ten. So I guess that's a choice. Thought he did, but whatever. <laughs> he did, but then somebody he did he did, and he then he drove a rod through and his then he chest. Undid it. Now he's got to redo <laughs> it yeah. again. Control Z, Control but Y. It's still not done though. <laughs> there was a. It's still not done. He's still alive at the bottom of that lake. He's alive. I mean, it could be the last one. That might be the last one. Well, we Part haven't six. even established if this is Jason. 
<laughs> That's true. <laughs> this is what, what did you say his name? Josiah. What was the <laughs> yeah, name? The brother used, or she- Seamus? <laughs> yeah, Mason Voorhees. Justin Voorhees. Justin Voorhees. Mason. I like Mason. Mason Voorhees. We should give him like a, a millennial name, like Ethan. <laughs> Ethan Voorhees. Yeah. It's Jalen Voorhees. <laughs> Jalen. Connor Voorhees. <laughs> e- e- Eli. There's Eli two Voorhees. Connor Voorhees though. He's Connor F Voorhees as opposed to Connor J Voorhees. There's like three Connors in his class. They're in the same class, but they can't sit at the same table because they, they all look up when you call on them. Right. <laughs> and then they tilt their head. <laughs> Tommy Jason. I can't get that out of my head. What the heck were we talking about? <laughs> we were talking about Tommy Jason. I mean, it's part six, man. Tommy Jason. Tommy Jason, put down that rod. You're going to hurt somebody. Tommy Did they Jason. ever establish why he went was he going to make sure he was dead? Yeah, that's yeah. why he dug him. He dug wanted him up. To, out of the oh. ground to burn him. That's why he had again the gas can. with with age. This was not brought up, but his friend was Horshack, was one of the uh, from Welcome Back, Otter, which is something that you probably don't even know what that is. I, I no, I know what it is. <laughs> He's one of the sweat hogs. I've heard of. It was that. a big thing in the in the in the eighty six when he was in that movie. Everybody's like, oh my god, it's it's. It's Horshack. Oh, I thought that was a sitcom. But it was like so. I don't know, but it's Horshack. He's he's basically typecasted yeah, as yeah. one character yeah, his entire life, and then they go and put him in a Jason movie. Yeah, it's Horshack. They throw him in a casket. He's dead. One job. He had one job his whole life. Just shame. It's Horshack. <laughs> <laughs> it's Horshack. You know, you know, it's Horshack. Yeah, you're young. This whole movie yeah. was Horshack. <laughs> well, I was pleased though. At least for part of the movie, they entertain the idea that other people think that Tommy Jason is running around stabbing other folks with stabby, stabby. sticks. Poke, poke, stab, stab. Tommy Jason, put down that axe. <laughs> you know, at least they did it for a little while. They never really committed to it though, and never once are you, as the viewer, supposed to not understand that they're wrong which is a shame i want the game just once and i want them to execute it in a way that i actually think there's stakes i think it might actually be Mm. tommy jason and not zombie jason which actually kind of rhymes with tommy jason now when the when the uh the sheriff learned his name did he tie him together with the events of part right did you even watch this movie I think he watched it watch in nineteen eighty six. I watched the f- it two days ago, but I'm I'm just wondering if <laughs> it's the I'm, first thing that he says. Yeah. He's like, "Yeah, your t- yeah, your family was killed by Jason." Yeah, that's like the first thing they right. say. You're right. <laughs> Edit this out. <laughs> did, you, did you watch this movie? No. I it's didn't. weird. Dan forgot to put the theme song in. It's just Travis saying stuff that's wrong over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> Set to a smooth beat. I suck. I couldn't get over the fact that he I, he kind of looked like uh, J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> he does kind of have that look, doesn't he? He, I'm like, oh my God, I love that guy. Also, did the cop that was supposed to be babysitting him in the cell really think that Megan was going to shoot him? Really? You know, I would assume not in most of these movies. But earlier in this movie, that sheriff dad guy pointed a shotgun at his mm. daughter and ordered her out of a car and there was no flinching. So maybe in this universe people shoot each other. 
Yeah, he wasn't playing around. No, she that probably was had scary, no boyfriends. Man. That's like the scariest moment in the movie because it's like, dude, that's your daughter and you are not backing down. Mm. Ugh. So finally, some uh, some campers in this movie. We're now movie number six, and this is the first time. Lots of campers. We're actually seeing children, mm-hmm. and they get to interact with Jason. And, and like you said, one of the best parts is when he does go into that cabin mm-hmm. and lean over the little girl who keeps having the, the nightmares. And yep. then when the counselor goes and talks to her, he's, again, the best voyeur Jason out of all of them, I think, is, is this one, because he kind of walks along the windows. Mm-hmm. I loved all that stuff. But the 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 little girl... I was like, he's not going to kill her. I like that he didn't harm any of the children, mm-hmm. although he may have if given more opportunity. I'm not sure, mm-hmm. but I like that they kept that. There were a lot of things in this movie that they didn't keep from the formula of the first five, and that is one thing that they did. He doesn't really harm children. Right. I'm kind of glad they did that. Hey, George, what were yeah. you going to be when you grew up? <laughs> those kids were annoying that was a good line though <laughs> it's like yeah but they're about to die like they shouldn't be joking <laughs> what were you gonna be that's funny <laughs> like that, that one kid's way too calm to he, be he did have some good timing though he did well i was happy that not only did we get campers but we also got counselors how long has it been well, i can tell you it was friday too but hmm. it's been a little while since we've even had camp counselors and so True. that was a nice return to form I still don't understand suspenders into sweatpants under a half shirt. I enjoyed that. But I'm there. Like, okay, <laughs> if that's what you want to do, I'm with you. Let's do that. That sounds fun. Yeah. It's late 80s. I'm, I'm open-minded. Yeah. I remember that being style. Ugh. Tell us how you really feel, Travis. <laughs> As he snaps his suspender pants. The clothes were bad. That's all I know. The hair was, the hair was bad, too. Hair was bad. The zombie Jason is killer. He's kick-ass. Yeah. We've entered the zombie Jason era. (laughs) There's a road sign back there, and it says, Welcome to Zombie Jason. Population two. Two. But what's funny is you think when you look at the whole saga, he's only the undead for a couple of the movies. He, He has that reputation of being indestructible. Yeah, invulnerable. I just counted but seven movies out of 12. How many? Seven, because in part five, he's a ghost. Six, seven, eight, nine, oh, that's ten, cheating. he's a zombie. <laughs> Eleven, he's a zombie. Yeah, seven out of 12. That's more than half. I'm saying zombie Jason is a fine reputation. Must be, uh, must be Dan's favorite Jason. Well, we're... we'll dis- I guess we'll talk about that when we see them all, because some of that is debatable. I do know that the five is a cheat. He's a ghost Jason, but that has nothing to do with being the undead. Jason in in part two is awesome. And he's not zombie Jason. I think it's weird that he's He's only really like active human Jason for three movies. Like that seems weirder to me that you could only four. I mean, he was, he was destructible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Two, three, four. I don't count one because he's like a, a zombie catapulted out of a lake on a spring. Like I don't really know much about him. (laughs) But right. we don't even know if that was a real event. We don't even know if that was really Jason. That could have been just a, a thing that happened, and he really was alive the whole time as a teenager by that point walking around the woods. I mean, like, for all we know, that was Paul. Damn it, Paul. Where's Paul? 
You're talking about the jump scare at the end of one. Yeah, right? yeah. Like I yeah, wouldn't that count a that dream. as a. Yeah, that's not that's not Jason. That didn't actually happen. So the reason why I said that was at this point when six comes out, people are like, I mean, people were actually complaining. God, when is he ever going to die? Like, why don't you cut him up in little pieces and mail him off to different parts of the country? Like, the, <laughs> but you think about that kind of anger. He's only been undead for like one and a half movies at that point. So it's. They yeah. legitimately made him come back from the dead, Frankenstein style. Mm-hmm. It's explainable. And all the other movies, minus the time he was a ghost, prior to this, he was a living person. There was some continuity with, like, you know, how did, with the timeline and how did his shoulder heal automatically somehow. If that's the it, same guy. It, right. So, yeah. But in the end, zombie Jason kicks ass. Yeah, he's a really good Jason. He's everything that, like you said, that you would think of when you hear about Jason. That's the Jason. And they knew that once they saw it. Like when he flips that RV over and just kicks the door open and it's like, that's the shit. Yeah, him (laughs) standing triumphant on the RV is just like, okay, now we're cooking with gas. Like this is good stuff. And that's what made a lot of people go see the commercial. And the and the video music video for the Alice Cooper song shows that scene where he pushes the girl's face through the wall, mm-hmm. and then the RV flips, and then he stands on top of it with the smoke coming out and everything. People are like, "Okay, yeah, the metal wouldn't do that unless it was heated up, but it's fine." How well, yeah, that far was, we have satire. Come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by part six, how far we have come from Friday Part Two, you know. Mm. It's a whole nother thing now, and you can't go back. Once you've escalated to this point, you just can't go back to guy with a scary mask who's slow and lumbering. Like mm-hmm. This guy mm-hmm. jumps out of the water, out of trees, into a puddle, like jumping zombie Jason. I didn't know I needed it, but it works. I but dig you need it. it. Well, he almost becomes a superhero. Like it's it's they They become, the 80s monsters become so iconic that, people are willing to take anything they're given. So you're like, oh my God, like you'll see in the, in the Nightmare on Elm Street when you get further down, the child molesting, you know, child killer becomes kind of a stand-up comedian and kids are wearing his costume for Halloween and it be, it's just almost unrealistic. You're like, wait, he's a child molester that kills children. Yeah. And you're letting your eight-year-old wear a costume. Yeah, that's kind of questionable. Yeah, I so prefer like, my slashers to keep their mouths shut. And also yeah. to just kill people, that's it. And just grown-ups, kill the grown-ups, leave the kids alone. Jason became the same kind of icon. By by part six, part seven, you know, you would see kids. I was one of them, you know, 10, 10 years old, walking around with a, a machete. <laughs> 17 like, inch, I think, at this point, right? 17 yeah. inch. Well, this was the 17 inch. 17 inch butcher knife, yes. 25 <laughs> inch. <laughs> I mean, at some point, Jason ends up on Arsenio Hall for crying out loud. Although that yes, I don't does. think happens till eight, but still, what the heck? You don't get a uh, you don't get sackhead Jason on Arsenio Hall. No. Be a heck of an interview, though. <laughs> Turns out he's British. And actually kind of well-spoken. Yes. Just didn't feel like he had anything to say. <laughs> Hello. 
<laughs> I like I like that Jason. I like Sackhead Jason. Sackhead Jason, good shit. That should go on a t-shirt. I'm a fan of Sackhead Jason. <laughs> I am. I like that Jason. I mean, I miss of all the Jasons, it looks like Tom and Jason. It's probably Sackhead. <laughs> Sackhead. <laughs> I'm going to start using that as an insult. That's funny. Did anyone else get kind of jarred by the weird pop culture references in this movie? Like, for the first. I didn't watch it. <laughs> Was there a tab joke? Well, like up through the first five movies, it's very much like a self-contained universe that takes place kind of parallel to our own. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden this one, she's like, you're not Dirty Harry with that gun. You know, mm. and it's like, oh, that's a, what? We're doing Dirty Harry now? And then the one who's like, hey, maybe it's Smokey the Bear. It's like, oh my, what? I, yeah, I Guys, what? And then uh, did you notice they had like Cunningham Road, Carpenter is listed as a location. They've got Karloff as the general store. Oh, wow. Yeah, you should try watching it. I think you'd really like this one, Travis. So they're just throwing names at you. Heck, even Sheriff Garris is named after Mick Garris, the director. Like, guys, <laughs> take take a moment. Take a breath. Put down the word processor. Eject the floppy disk. <laughs> Set it onto a magnetic <laughs> surface just for a moment. Start over. We do not need Karloff's hardware. Although, that's funny because it is Frankenstein Jason. I mean, so. yeah. I mean, it's uh, they, they know what they're doing. They're not trying to hide their notes on this one. They're just having fun. And I guess I had some fun, too, at parts. Yeah. I mean, it's our favorite for reasons, and it's terrible for reasons. But yeah, I didn't notice any of that stuff. But then again, I'm not well-versed in this stuff. I mean, you should, well, when you, you should watch it twenty-five times, John Carpenter. Though, I mean, come on, dude. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, he's the second best Umberto Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> That's not right. It's, it might be true though. So George mentioned the uh, the n- lack of nudity in the sex scene. It was a nice RV though. <laughs> like, Are we gonna start like a, a Patreon for Travis's RV fund? I don't know. We should do that. We should probably do that. <laughs> but I, I, I looked at that RV. I'm like, that's that's not bad. Yeah, I, could, I, I know. Could get... <laughs> I know that you were looking at that RV and you were envious of it. For all it. of the guitar talk we've had on this podcast, <laughs> I guess I'll sit through a little bit of RV enjoyment. <laughs> Believe me, I'm no expert, but I, I, I do like that that life. I want to do that life. Looked kind of like a bumpy ride to me. You, you've wanted an RV ever since you saw Spaceballs. Uh. It's been that long. It's either space balls or uh, the hills have eyes. Christmas uh, vacation. C- Christmas vacation. Oh yeah. God! <laughs> Although I don't want Eddie's RV. That there, Clarkson RV. That's actually what I said to myself when that <laughs> popped up in the movie because I totally forgot. I wrote down. I wrote down uh, when the when the RVs and rocking don't come and knocking. You know, because <laughs> she was like, I guess they were doing it. Not really sure. They neither of them were really into it, but. Uh, yeah, they were doing it enough to shake the RV. The the RV was shaking <laughs> quite a a large amount. Yeah, for a 120 pound girl. Now apparently she's the same girl that was doing the aerobics video in part four, the beginning in the hospital. Yeah. Hmm. That's what very I heard. weird. Everything is weird about that. <laughs> There's no normal in that. Co- I'm just that's weird. Everything's weird. Weird aerobics. Weird recasting. 
weird that yeah, they had like 42 strange. inch subs in that RV so the music would bounce it around like that. Something had to be going on. That was weird. <laughs> so the music would bounce it around like that. Yeah, I was kind of hoping that the Jason, I, I liked how he kind of hid in there and then popped out, but I, I don't know. They, I would have liked to see him interact with them a little bit more before he wiped them out. Well, and the kills are so brief in this movie that, like, when he kills the driver guy, it's literally like, click, he's off, crash. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't need gore to enjoy the movie, but I need more than just, like, dead, dead, dead. You know, same problem I had with Five, like, when they kill the peeping Tom guy. And it's like, ooh, Mm -hmm. there's a peeping Tom. Ooh, he's dead. (laughs) Like, what? There's no no tension, no buildup, no like manipulation of my feelings as an audience. No, no, no. Just hey, look, a guy died. You got mm-hmm. a dead guy. You wanted a dead guy. There's a dead guy. You got him. <laughs> Here's another. That's not. And this movie does it so much. I know they're trying to dodge the MPAA and they're trying to keep it light and make it more fun. But so many of these kills in their final form are so brief. They lack punch. They lack excitement. They lack lead up. They lack build up. They lack finish. They just happen. Mm. It's just like, oh, okay, guy died. Bent Although over the in death half. Death of the sheriff is yeah. pretty sweet. <laughs> uh, have you seen the uncut version that's on the special features? Yes. That's cool. That's like, oh, that's really gross. Like, okay, yeah. The final form mm, snaps him like a twig. Big deal. No acting, man. Just done. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think they were worried about acting in this movie. But when he when you see the uncut kill on the special features, he's acting his butt off. Oh God, right. I'm getting twisted in half like a deck chair. <laughs> and instead, when they finish, it's just like, oh hey, can you put this one away too, Jason? Because that what? <laughs> can you put this one? It's like the end of a school assembly where they're like, okay, well we don't pay staff to put these chairs away, so you guys need to put two or three away because all the lazy people already left. <laughs> That's this movie. Just It's just one guy left. So Jason's just like, oh, I'll put this one away. Crunch. So do you think it was a good idea to have this whole capture scene at the end? Like, I'm watching it and I'm going, like, where did the rock come from? He's got these chains. Like, how does he know he's going to be able to overpower it? Like, to me, it just seemed very far-fetched. But the end result was cool. And it was kind of epic to have that ending. But the whole build up to him being captured just minus being a, a the the phenomena lake fire there really wasn't a thought behind it didn't seem to be anything that was necessary i'm just yeah, it watching. wasn't clever no it could have been done a little better so are you saying travis that in a movie where a guy who's been dead for years gets resurrected like frankenstein you think that they went a little too unrealistic with the ending no, I'm not saying it's unrealistic. <laughs> I'm saying that it didn't seem thought out. It's it. Yeah, it, that's it, the same thing I said. I just thought that wasn't really clever. Right. Like I think the art direction and everything, where they were like, "Okay, we want the end scene to be a ten foot chain under fifteen feet of water with a giant rock resting on the Camp Crystal Lake slash blood." sign lake bed yeah and we want him to be just a just enough underwater where he's going to be there for a long time about eight and months that's how we want <laughs> yeah about eight months we want we want to we want to end with that image 
How do we get to that? That's what it seemed like to me. Like the capture scene in King Kong, it's all thought out. And they figure it out and there's all, like there's there's no plan in this movie. There's no he doesn't tell her what he's trying to do. Like it just seemed very strange like he had to get him into the water for his plan to work. He had to get the rock around his neck for it to work. He had to get all these things to happen for that trap to work that I, I almost thought it was, yeah, it was unrealistic. Well, and then, I it's, mean, it's to, almost it, like, it's almost like Doc wearing a bulletproof vest instead of just not being there. Right. It was like, like changing the location Not or something. very thought out. Right. Like, just, I don't know. Maybe yeah, I if think he's, they just had an idea. Maybe he knows if he moves the location, Marty won't make it back to 1955 and then he won't tell him and then he won't change the location and then he'll get shot and he dies. Man. I'll have to think about that some more. <laughs> you said that really fast. No, I will piggyback onto what you were saying though, Travis. I mean, just the the fact that Jason is going to kill that Megan, the sheriff's daughter. He's got like his hands on her. He's killing that. And then Tommy's just like, hey, hey I'm you. going to call you the P word and you're going to turn around and come after me. Like, right. it that that's not Jason. That's never been Jason. There's no precedent for that in six whole movies that he would ever do that. Right. It just serves to get us to this ending staging. Yeah, and also if the chain is around his neck, attached to a boulder at the bottom of the the lake, why is he still standing straight up? What do you mean? Like if his head was attached to to the chain, wouldn't his head get dragged down and his torso and legs would be like up? Wouldn't he be in the lake upside down? I don't think your feet float, bro. Your torso does, though. Yeah, I think he would end up in a position looking like he's trying to reach to the back of the third shelf at a grocery store. Like, head down, hunched forward, arm out, holding Wheaties is what would happen. (laughs) Yeah. Well, again, the end image is what they wanted, and they didn't think of that. It should have been attached to his foot is what I'm saying. Right. Yeah, because his head... his head is not heavy or is not ever going to be the thing that's going to float to the top first and still he's strong enough why wouldn't he just be able to pull that chain over his head i mean you assume that zombie (laughs) jason is made of the same stuff as human jason he might be all kinds of floaty things i don't know man he actually might have maggots in his head yeah instead of brains maggot head <laughs> yeah, it makes it it makes me angry. It's a heck that. of an ending yeah. though. Like it looks yeah, great. It's epic. <laughs> it's epic. Like it, I've seen statues sculpted of that that image of him. But you're right. It, none of it is makes sense. Yeah. There was a lot of that. It's just shit that doesn't make sense in this movie, but I just had to like plow through it and not let it get to me and just watch. And I'm sure that you won't have to do that for the next seven. Four movies. I'm sure you really? won't ever have to plow through any of the next four <laughs> movies and just get them done because we're making them. No. You, yeah, you actually had me there for a second. Um, I thought like the next couple were going to be really good and I wasn't going to have any problems. I was talking to a guy today but, who was watching one for the first time. I'm not telling you which one, but he was watching one. He's like, oh, I've heard this movie sucks, but this really is starting strong. I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, wow. <laughs> I'm 20 minutes in. This movie's great. 
And I sent him a gif of like, it's all downhill from here. And about five minutes later, he's like, oh, damn it. <laughs> WTF. I yeah. think I know what number he was watching. <laughs> it was fun. I made him turn on the audio commentary real quick because he had to hear the angry pickle story that we talked about earlier. Mm. <laughs> he approved. You can have pickle. You just can't have angry pickle. Jeez Louise. <laughs> it's a fun movie. This one is, but I mean, how far have we come from actually scary part two and four to whatever part six is? Like, it's good. It's fun. But it's, it's not fun. what we had before. But unfortunately, it's changed the game now. And this is where we're going. Mm-hmm. We're here now. And you can blame Freddy for some of that, I think. The Nightmare yes. on Elm Street movies really upped the campiness. I th- I think part three is what changed everything. So when you watch that, you'll understand. Like, they just totally took it. They created a new, a new genre, I guess. It's no longer... About, you're talking about Elm Street? Yeah, part like three? what he's saying, the 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 change in Jason kind of happened because of Freddy, because he was so marketable. It became, like, literally, I remember seeing, like, loose-leaf notebooks with Freddy Krueger on the front mm. of it. Like, it just became a marketing icon so they were like all right well we need to do the same thing so then they kind of marketed jason not as a slasher killer but more like a superhero misunderstood superhero i guess is how they're kind of packaging him misunderstood he's not i i I don't know he's a good boy how to explain it my jason my jason he was a good boy i think (laughs) but i heard somebody talk about the jason movies where they're they said the way they're made Sometimes you feel like a part two, pop it in. Sometimes you feel like watching part eight, pop it in. They're all different, but the same, but they all have their own little thing that you're going to watch it for. So it depends on how you feel and what you're feeling at that moment. If you Mm want to see a good, you know, thriller, horror movie, then you would watch part two, part one. If you want to be entertained, you would watch six or seven. You know, if you want to go cry in the corner, you watch... (laughs) Ten. <laughs> ten has some but really good stuff in it, though, George. It does have worry. some good stuff. Again, I think ten suffers from the same thing that five suffers from. There's no vision that that in in the right director it would have. If like, let's. <laughs> I know it would never happen, but you know, if if a if a top notch director took over ten, I think it would probably have been at least uh, acceptable cinema i think it's just a, even if it's you just got a popcorn movie even if it's you got popcorn. steve minor back for part 10 i think he'd look at the script and go yeah we're not going there that's not where we're right. going we're doing a new script that's part 10 <laughs> but can you imagine like part 10 directed by ridley scott no because he wouldn't do it because i know he wouldn't do it but good. it would be amazing i don't know if he if he got a hold of that idea i'm not saying he had that script and all that but if he had that idea, someone came to him and said, listen, we're making a Jason movie. This is the premise, blah, blah, blah. I think in the hands of someone like him, maybe not him, but someone like him, I think that would be a, 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 probably one of my favorites because it's a, it's a good idea. You'll see. It's a good idea, but it's just not executed okay. correctly. So wrap it up for us, George. You've seen part six. It's different. What do you think? Is it a win? Um, I It's a decent slasher movie better than part five yeah better than part three yeah better than part two 
No. Damn right. I'm still I'm still one, two, four, six, three, five, I think. That's or fair. maybe five, three. Those are all fair. Yeah, that's good. For me. Hmm. I know seven's gonna be up there when you watch it. Okay. Because seven is my favorite. That that that's the next one. Yes. All right, pop it in. Let's go. All right, let's <laughs> live do it. action rock and roll. We're gonna live stream this bitch. Fuck it, we'll do it live. <laughs> <laughs> so George, let's talk about phenomena a little bit more. I made you watch it. Uh, my intention was that you watch it very close to part six, but before you see part six. So mission accomplished. We talked about a lot of it yesterday, and I told you that the aesthetic from the movie, especially the end of that movie, heavily influences this movie. How how did I do? Was I right? Yeah. I mean, they, yeah. As soon as you started pouring that gas can in the lake, I was like, "Oh, there's the phenomenon." Yep. Mm. Phenomenon. Phenomena. There, there it were, is. There were a few things that, like, I noticed how windy it was. In phenomena, like when they were outside running, or like there was a lot of <laughs> in phenomena, in phenomena. Yeah, no, yeah. The in the beginning scene, I'm like, someone is shaking that branch with their <laughs> hand. Branches don't move like that. But they're even... like right out of the view of the camera, shaking the branch. Right. It, I wish you could see the motion I'm making. It's like, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> now, yeah, did the pleasing. version you guys watch have the narration that explained why it was so windy in phenomena? No. It's no. some kind of European wind thing. Like it drives oh, people yeah, crazy because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah, windy. It, it makes stuff. people sick. Yeah. yeah. So they had a reason at least that they based it on. But this movie I think did the thing like so many movies did with Chainsaw where they're like, okay, the girl falls down a lot. Check. <laughs> girl falls right. down. The, this one is like, oh, stuff. Bl- it's windy. Yeah, windy's cool. Let's stick with that. But see, the windy, the reason why I brought it up was in part six, that last segment, that last... 15 minutes, 20 minutes, things in the wood. It was, they chose to use the same kind of imagery of the, the bright lights on the trees so you can see the how windy it was. Like when we were watching Phenomena, I was like, okay, these are the things that Dan wanted us to see the reference of and the maggots on the skull. I'm mm-hmm. clapping I was like, for okay. you guys. <laughs> I remember when, when Jason's first dug up and then when he's reanimated, the maggots climbing on his face. As soon as I saw that head, I was like, "Okay, that's a reference." Mm-hmm. And then the uh, the the windiness, spotlighted wind windiness, the flames on the lake, like. So I got I it. I mean, but Jason that movie was being up. drowned in the <laughs> yeah. lake. Yeah. Like. And then her swimming underwater and yeah. being pulled under. And, yeah, like, and all there that being stuff, yeah. a, a struggle in the lake. Yeah. So yeah, the references were there. Definitely. So thank you, but I'll never watch that movie again. You don't have to, but you're going to like Tenebrae. I know you'll like Tenebrae. You might even like Suspiria. I doubt you're going to like Inferno. George will. Travis will not. That's my prediction. Okay. Mm. But yeah, a phenomena, it's not the, it's, eh, it is what it is, but it's really interesting that it basically readapts a formula based on its own formula and is then immediately copied by the people that it was adapting from who copied it in the first place, and that snake just swallows right. its own tail deeper and deeper. Yeah, that is interesting. Now, part six is missing a vat full of heads, and that would have been cool. Oh, that's always cool. You don't know that it's not there. <laughs> you just didn't see it. They just it. haven't found it, Yeah, but that would have been a cool scene. I mean, there's probably some <laughs> other heads in that lake. Like, what concentration of heads 
in a body of water do you need to achieve the effect of the Argento bit? I don't know. Yeah, it was so gross though. Like there, there, there has there has to be a point in a Jason movie where that happens. I want to see it. It's a kind of a Leatherface thing. Like I know that the, the, you've found bodies, parts in a tub, but that whole swimming pool full bodies. I was just like, I literally felt ill, mm. and I'm sitting there going, "All right, that's she's, good. She's ingesting bacteria that has been." <laughs> like completely mutated and whatever. Like I'm just like, nah. ugh. Nah, it's just it was filthy. Just, it's just getting her antibodies up. That's all. It's definitely the grossest <laughs> like body parts in a floating bit of water since I spit on your grave. Yeah, yeah. There's no way she's getting COVID after that swim. No, <laughs> she's good. She done got it already. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that's cool that a movie made you physically ill to watch. Yeah, I was, that's I was awesome. A little nauseous from it. I was like, oh my god. That's good. And then I saw that rat face kid, and I'm like, oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good, man. That part's good. I mean, really, it's it's a lot of shoe leather to get to that last 20 minutes of Phenomena. Yeah. And it's so bizarre to have Donald Pleasance in that movie at all. Yeah, it could have done without the monkey, but... I have some bad news for Travis. What? Donald Pleasance is in a lot of Italian movies right (laughs) at the end of his life. Okay. And they get worse from here, like significantly really? worse. He the, one of his last movies uh, called Fatal Frames. Okay, is like a Jalo starring three guys who are all like photocopies of Fabio, and not Fabio yeah. Testi, like Fabio the Fabio guy with the, the long hair and the muscles. Yeah, but, I can't believe it's not bad. Yeah, but none of them okay. can act any better than Fabio. So you've got three oh terrible Fabios trying to solve a murder. And it's it's the worst movie I've ever seen. And I I hope you guys watch it someday. Just, uh, it's bad. Well, it can't be any worse than Halloween 6. It makes Halloween 6 like look like Halloween 2. Because that was just sad that they brought him back on his, basically on his deathbed uh, for that debacle. Tommy, uh, paycheck. <laughs> paycheck. <laughs> Ching. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what did you? How did you fra- uh, phrase it before, Dan? Dead. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Halloween uh, Six though is wonderful because Paul Rudd. Yes. Yes. He there, violates safe... the Tropic Thunder rule, and he does it with gusto. Yeah. There's a lot of saving graces in that movie. What's the Tropic Thunder rule? White guy pretending to be black. Is that no, right? No, the other one. Oh, going full? Yeah, you can't say it anymore because it's it's <laughs> the R word. You never right. go full R word. Yeah, he d- yeah. he goes a hundred. He goes to eleven on the R word yeah. scale. <laughs> and I wow. don't know why, because it's Paul Rudd and he looks just like he does now. He hasn't aged a bit. Yeah, but ooh, whatever characterization they had him coached up to was insufficient for the purposes. Well, there wasn't much coaching going on in that that set. <laughs> I don't think. Can we not ever watch that movie? Can we just show George the good Halloweens? Yeah, that's fine. I mean, if Although we could just I, skip five and six, I'd be so happy. I'm going to watch all of them. Ugh. Five. Ugh. Five's bad. Um, see, what you guys, the, the reaction that you guys are having, like, right now, Travis, I know how much you love Halloween. Yeah. And... Dan, I know you love it too. I think you might love Jason more, but 
I know you both love Halloween, but you're both so are... lamenting how terrible it got. And and I have to be honest with you know with film and with you know with you know TV series and stuff like that. It's, that's some of the reason why I don't even start a series because mm. if it's not over yet there's a very good chance it's just going to go terrible mm. which is which is what happened with Halloween as much as you love Halloween it ended up disappointing you that's how I felt about like Sons of Anarchy when right. I was watching it like it was a great story it should have been four seasons right and it would have been perfect Here's my proposal. I made this, I think, for the first time, oh golly, back in 2005 or so, right around the time Rob Zombie's Halloween come out. Come, come mm. Right around the time his Halloween come out. <laughs> Tommy, get, Tommy Jason? Tommy Jason, get off the porch. <laughs> Michael Myers is here. He got that knife. Michael it's Myers. Eight, that Myers boy. 18 inch blade. <laughs> <laughs> it's 19 now. Oh, Jesus. So anyway, uh, right around the time the Halloween remake came out, the Rob Zombie one. I said, you know what? That movie kind of sucked, but like it was a Rob Zombie movie and it was mm. also Halloween. And since they're all the same movie anyway, I was just saying every year you just get a different director of some acclaim to do mm-hmm. their Halloween. That would be cool. And just do it every October. You get a new Halloween. And this time it's Rob Zombie. Next time it's the Coen brothers. Next time... Right. You know, it's, uh, oh God, Sofia Coppola. Let her do a Halloween and let her play in the playground and do kind of right. like they're doing now with the new ones where they change this and change that and this part stays and you drop this part and that part's stupid, so we're not doing that. Just every year, give me a new director with a new vision, play with the same pieces. I love that idea. I, I, really, that would be amazing, especially somebody who has come from the theater background, like, to me, some of the best shows are revivals of old shows. So you're still seeing the same dialogue, you're getting the same songs and whatever, but you're getting a director's take on someone else's basic uh, classic. I love that. I think that would be an amazing TV show. They should probably, you know what? Write this down and mail it to yourself. Copyright (laughs) Dan from the Remedial Film Podcast. But no, that would be Because I would love to take a stab at remaking halloween that would be awesome integrate halloween 3 into the mix man you could do that oh and and it kind of plays into what we were talking about last night when we were discussing five and this is probably why i have such high expectations and feel like i've been disappointed so much is because when i watch these movies that they're so dear to me the characters that when i see somebody not take it they take it on a totally different direction that it should go or they take it on a totally different direction that doesn't isn't part of the character it's aggravating because you're like like, all you had to do was this and you did that that's what happens when i watch batman forever it's why i hate that one more than batman and robin because at least batman and robin knew it sucked like from the beginning george (laughs) clooney's like paycheck (laughs) yeah Yeah. you know i mean i'm pretty sure the first take was i'm paycheck oh sorry joel i'm gonna need a second take let me get my ice skates back in my boots oh my god but at least he knew you know Val Kilmer's like, ooh, I'm so broody. Let me do something way out of character and emphasize it so that Daniel hates this movie. <laughs> and he did, and I did. Right. <laughs> Ruined Batman for a long but, time. Yeah, I I think that's our problem is we, we, we see these movies and we know, we think we know better 
than I mean the guy who's making it. Like when sometimes. Star Wars, is a prime example. Like fans lost their shit over the the sequels, mm-hmm. just like people my age lost their shit over the prequels because we were like, you were given the kingdom and you screwed it up. Yeah, it's like it's very frustrating when you're into something and and another movie comes out and the director doesn't get it. Right. Or purposely changes it. Yeah. Like Johnson did. Like people lost their mind. Very frustrating. Because you're like, you had one job. You were given... The story writes itself. These characters and you (laughs) fucked it up. Yeah. It's like, it's so aggravating. Like with part six of Halloween, when you're watching it, you're like, oh my God, that's a great idea. And you didn't do anything with it and now it can't be right <laughs> it can't be fixed like that i'll talk about chance. it we had one chance to do that cool thing and you fumbled it on the one yard line <laughs> yep like dan's gonna talk about in part eight he's gonna talk about one of the greatest characters ever mm-hmm. and they do nothing with him i mean they, they do one thing with him right but it's like there's a scene in halloween five where they could have easily did a crossover or explain that this is all the same universe mm-hmm. and they blew it because they, they both had mystery characters that could have been the same guy. Gotcha. And it's like the fan is sitting there going, Oh fuck. Yes. Yes. Right. And then you find out, no, nah, nope. not related at all. <laughs> Suffer. So now you're sitting there for 10 years going, this movie would have been amazing if they would have just done that. And it's aggravating. So that's when you when you watch one, two, and three, and then four. Four is not bad at all. I love four. And then you get five, and it's like, wait, four? And then five? Really? Yeah. I'm Listen, really excited we're, we're to not... see four in today's context. Like, in the 2020 you know, world we live in, I think the ending of talking... four is going to play a little we're different. S- we're talking or... Halloween. Okay. <laughs> we're talking four but Halloween. It, it, all, it all applies to Friday, because it's the same thing. Like, every movie has... Something wrong with it that you could have fixed and would have made it a lot better. Or just scrapping it all together would have made it better. Or, you know, taking it seriously would have made it better. Well, listen, we, we can't all be Stephen King. Although, but he screws we, things up too. If so we were, like, yeah. These movies would be a lot better. But a prime example, when you watch the remake of Friday 13th, mm-hmm. you'll see exactly what we're talking about. Okay. Because you'll see somebody who said, you know what? I've been waiting 20 years for a good Jason movie and I'm going to make it because these people don't know what they're doing. So when you watch it, you're like, yes. Alright, so I got to watch God. 7 and 8 and the remake. Yes. Yeah, that actually is a pretty good order. Really, you could watch the remake now if you wanted, but I feel like now that we've entered zombie Jason, we should really ride him out to at least part 8. Yeah. Keep it on task a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My point of bringing up the remake is there's sometimes there's a payoff. Like with the Rob Zombie, everybody's like, oh, wow, Rob Zombie is iconic and this, he's going to make Halloween and we're all going to love it. And then you watched it and you're like, fuck, dude, seriously? Mm -hmm. So, and then when they made the 2018 Halloween, again, same thing as the remake of Jason, the director sat down and said, I'm going to make the correct make this the correct way maybe it's my take but enough people are going to like what i what i have to say and these guys in the 80s they weren't thinking that they were just thinking 
Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. We're getting all these people to come out and see these That's movies. That's a big problem, dude. Yep. The money is a big problem. Artistry suffers. That's Yeah, that's why, like I said, with Sons of Anarchy, I, it holds a very uh, special place in my heart. But it was three seasons too long because mm. of money. How many seasons too long is The Walking Dead, George? So far? Uh, they could have compressed. I think that could have been five seasons. Seven. Although, although we, can't, a few things. we can't really say because it hasn't ended yet. Right, but so, the comic has. And I'm, where they're at, I'm looking at it, I'm going, okay, they could get two more seasons out of the story, but they could have also compressed a few things to make us further along. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it, to some people it jumped the shark. I don't believe it did because I know the full story. So I'm like, I'm curious. I, I think it's still a good show, so. We'll see. Where do we go from here, George? We're moving on to part seven. Mm-hmm. Very few movies need a part seven, but this one does. Where are we going? <laughs> I have no idea. What do you think? Based on, on this and what you've seen already, how do you think they're going to... You think it's time for Tommy Jason? Well, <laughs> I think that uh, the next movie is going to start um, in some way that has no relation to the end of this one. Okay. Am I close? We're not like going to tell you Like the way this one started? Close. I'm not going to tell you. I'm just curious. <laughs> we just want to hear. You, you get what I'm saying? Keep in mind. Yeah, like this it, one started with no continuity to the one before it, so. Save that for Maybe 10. the next one <laughs> won't start with any continuity to this one. I don't know. Um, no, I assume he's going to free himself from the lake and wreak havoc once again, hopefully with some campers and hopefully with some boobs. Hmm. I am going to give you one bit of information that may, uh, you could consider this a spoiler. You could consider this me trying to bias you. You're about to see the coolest looking Jason in any of the movies. All right. He's so cool looking. I actually fell in love with this Jason. If you love him so much, why don't you marry him? Not (laughs) like I literally was like yeah yes <laughs> that that is epic yes okay cool i'm excited all right guys let's wrap it up for this week we are the remedial film class podcast as always you can find us on twitter and instagram at at remedial film pod we're at facebook at facebook.com slash remedial film pod and of course you can email us at remedial film pod at gmail.com We'll be back next week with a double take, Friday the 13th, Part 7 and 8. <laughs>